0: Danny Meringue.
1: And then I went to this
2: movie theater. And then I made a noise like this.
1: Dusty Hara.
3: Then this was horrible. All the people started getting
1: sick and throwing up all over each other. I'm beginning to like this kid <laughs> more.
3: This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080.
1: Are you guys
3: the fan? Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. We've already had Jake Dickert on, the head coach of the Washington State Cougars. Uh, Never met a Cougar I don't like. Or a pointer. Wisconsin Stevens Point.
2: I'm sure there's a pointer out there that's a dog. Think about
3: that. Think about that. Terry Porter and Jake Dickert. Two good dudes. That's
2: that's that's a that's a crossover. If I ever ever, ever was one.
3: What if like if we go back to Wisconsin? We're like I say that I'm like hey never met a never met a pointer I don't like. And they're like, what? They're God. a bunch of a-holes up there. <laughs> it's like there's only like two good Those people. Those are the only two good ones. <laughs> it's like the only people good redeeming qualities ever out of there are Dickert and Terry Porter, and that's why they got out, and they're just like, I need to go into witness protection. I like so they it. go to the Pacific Northwest. It tracks,
2: but also uh, Wisconsin's a cool place. They're good people, they
3: salt-of-the-earth people there. They, they,
2: they love their line in Kugels.
3: And this spotted cow is, is, is the Bev of court of choice there. Well, I've, I've wanted some spotted cow. What is that?: what, what, huh? You've never heard of spotted cow.
2: I've heard of it, but I't I've never really known uh, you know I've what never it is.
3: had spotted cow. Apparently, it is I mean, it's a good beer. Like it's a, just a really, really good beer, but they ran oh, okay. into distribution issues like um, like decades ago, and so you cannot get it anywhere else except for the state of Wisconsin. Gotcha. Like they tried to get it into Chicago and uh, they ran into issues with, like, getting it across state lines or whatever, and so they were like, nope, screw it. We are Wisconsin only, and, like, you can't get it shipped to you. Like, you have to, like, uh, you have to smuggle it. You have to moonshine it across state lines if you want to get it out of Wisconsin.
2: See, I was figuring it was going to be some sort of, you know, like hot coffee alcoholic beverage or something. No, nope, just a just a
3: beer. No, it's
2: that and Leinenkugel's. Just a beer.
3: Yeah, Leinenkugel's. Yeah. Yeah, the, the old summer shandy. Yeah. Yeah, they're known for their summer shandies.
2: Oh, Spotted Cow, by the way, adheres to the Reinheitsgebot purity law using only four hand-selected all-natural ingredients. Yeast, hops, water, and malted barley.
3: Yeah, as one would.
2: You ever try to make your own beer? No. No? No. I'll leave that to the
3: professionals. Uh Uh-huh. I I mean,
2: I guess you don't have the the beard of of somebody who would make their own beer. No,
3: that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a buddy who made uh, at a frat house of all places beer in his bathtub, and I said... No,
2: no, the i won't i won't,
3: I was like, I won't shower in a bathtub at a at a frat house. There's no chance in hell I'm drinking anything out of one. It's filtered there is not a chance it's cold filtered <laughs> come on he's like no, no, it's, it's good it, it's all good uh-uh you know, talk about some sort of fungus that science is gonna have to like create a new antibiotic to, to kill. I can tell you what could it, kill it's it. It's
2: coming out of that. I can tell you what could kill it. My, uh, my old roommate, Brad, he had. Uh, he's from Backwoods, Tennessee, and I mean uh, moonshining moon country. Shine.
3: Real moonshining. So his, fam-
2: his family actually ran Shine mm-hmm. back in the, in the 20s, and uh, every now and then he would go home and he'd bring some back, and he brought some watermelon Shine and mason jars back home, and uh, I, I had a red Solo cup, and he looked at me like I was insane. And he goes, no, Mm no, 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 no. I'm like, what do you mean? he hands me a a glass cup. Yep. And I go, huh? he goes, if I let it sit in there for about 30 seconds, it's going to eat a hole in that cup. And I'm like, what? So that should go inside your body. Yeah. So uh, he pours me a little bit, and I throw it back, and it tasted like watermelon bubblicious. And I mean, the best, juiciest, sweetest tasting thing you've ever had. And i was like, wow, that's nothing. It hit my stomach. It was like somebody let a bomb off inside of me.
3: My moonshine, like I had peach moonshine and uh, apple pie moonshine. Mm-hmm. Those are the, the two apple pie that is I usually had the most common from Tennessee. And it, like, it stings the bat. Like the stem of my brain was. I was like, that doesn't. That's not normal. And yeah, i had to stick like, with the vodka. <laughs> man. Oh
2: yeah, it resets your body's chemistry. Yeah. All right, we're talking moonshine. Yeah, I, I, I can talk shine a ton, man. We didn't even the science of this stuff. Well, you know who needs a stiff
3: drink right now? Who's that? Eme Udoka.
2: Uh, Ooh, Portland's Zody. own boy. That's a professional segue.
3: He has... He got a lot of credit and a lot of love for being only the fifth coach in NBA history to make it to the NBA Finals in his first debut season. Yeah. To be the only coach in NBA history to win multiple Game 7s mm-hmm. in your first season as a head coach. Mm-hmm. He... After a horrific start to the year. I mean,
2: the vibes of that team. I mean, Chauncey and Eme were on the same path of throwing players under the bus. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? You suck. Uh, What am I supposed to do with this? And the Blazers fired Neil, and they had injuries and everything else went sideways. The Celtics had a come-to-Jesus moment or come to Eme moment. I don't know what it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they righted the ship in a tremendous fashion.
3: Well... That momentum's
1: gone. Ime uh,
3: Yudoka, the pride of Portland, has been suspended for the year. Well, I not, guess.
2: Not yet. They are
3: facing a year-long suspension? It does. It, the
2: uh, line from Woj. Uh, well,
3: they, it says he's likely facing a suspension for the entire 2022-23 season. Yes. Uh, because he was dipping his pen in it, company ink there. Uh, he had an intimate relationship with a female member of the franchise's staff, that was consensual. Mm-hmm. But it was an employee of the Celtics. He's not suspended by the NBA. No, this is Let internal. us make, make this clear. The NBA and Adam Silver are not suspending Emei Udoka. The Celtics organization
2: is. And this, there's precedence for this. Uh, just, what, last year, the Timberwolves fired Gerson Rojas for the same thing. And it's not illegal to be... In- well uh, and he's in
3: fidelity he is uh he is married so he was stepping to, out on his
2: wife to the long the longtime actress said if, if you google her if you don't know her you the second you see her you recognize her um and it does happen quite regularly in professional sports yep. however it doesn't happen quite regularly in the coaching ranks and what we don't have is all the information of who it was and why this is being done this way because this, this this has caused problems in locker rooms before, and organ, I should say I shouldn't say locker rooms I should say organizations before.
3: Yeah, because look, there was so many you know throwing s against the wall seeing if it would stick at the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: People were like, oh, did he sleep with you know a player's wife? Yep. Was it a, you know Tony st-
2: Parker situation?
3: Yeah, was it uh, he has an an assistant that Mark Spears has actually come out and said
2: it is not her. Who who was that again? Uh, Allison. Uh, oh, jeez.
3: I don't know. You you can look that up, but there was so much that was coming out because uh, the assistant coach, it, it, she is an attractive woman, so everybody just kind of went there and was like, oh, must be her. Ah.
2: Allison Feaster. She Allison is the Feaster. President of Player Development and Organizational Growth.
3: De- and it was not her. No. It was they have, they, not they have, her. They have clarified right?
2: unequivocally that it is not her.
3: Because everybody's just trying to point to and say, oh, no, we know who it is. No, we don't know who it is. But the whole idea that a coach. Uh, with the, and we do know as an employee, right, of the team. So when you rule out Feaster, you start going down the road of, all right, well, then who could it have been? I, I think that that is kind of one of the things that is besides the point to a lot of folks out there that are looking and comparing that, hey, Robert Sarver got suspended for one year for what he did. How is the consensual relationship, how is that equal? It's not something that it wasn't a player's wife. It wasn't, you know, a um, assistant coach or president of player development, Mm -hmm. right? You know, was it a cheerleader? Was it an executive? Who knows? But it was a consensual relationship that the two had. And that, to where people are going, wait a minute here. Looking at Robert Sarver and the laundry list of things that he did, that was Mm -hmm. a one-year suspension by the league, right? Looking at the Deshaun Watson situation in the NFL, something completely a completely different sport in a league, but he gets twelve. He doesn't even get a full season yep. for harassing and assaulting allegedly a, a over twenty serial predator. I believe is yeah. the uh, exact phrasing. Yes, a serial predator. Okay, and he doesn't even get a year yet. Ime Udoka has a consensual relationship outside of wedlock, and he's getting suspended for a year. I agree. That doesn't sound fair to him. Uh, because there is a lot, like infidelity in our country happens a, a lot. lot. And especially with rich and powerful people, yes, it happens a lot. That's why I just sit, I, I, I'm going to sit back and go, I don't know who it was, but we eventually will find out who it was. And it's got to be a bigger deal than what we're on the surface trying to just make one plus three equal two. And like we don't know what the math is right now. And
2: that's the thing is, right now, we don't know who it is, and it's, it's unfortunate that we need to know who it is as far as the justification behind it. But the Celtics are not going to go out of their way. HR for the Celtics is not going to go out of their way to SCAN, their coach that just got them to the NBA Finals. That's what people are missing here. They're not just going to do this all willy-nilly. They're not looking at this, how can we get rid of our great young coach? <laughs>
3: Here's what we can do. Yeah, like
2: so, people are like, oh, they're they're railroading him, and it's because he's black. It's no, the very strong likelihood here is he may effed up, and he, like you said, he put his pen in the wrong hole.
3: This is, I just don't get it though, that. The organization a, a year long suspension. They're doing this. it to get him to
2: resign because if he resigns, then he can't coach for a year. Because if they fire him, somebody else can come swing and pick him up, and they can be like, "We don't care. We'll take him as an assistant right now." Any team is so out. You there, think
3: it's that bad? They're
2: they're trying to get him to resign, so he has to sit out the entire year. Oh my
3: goodness! I don't. I like said that, that that makes it even more confusing. I, what I hate about this whole thing is the cryptic nature that Woj came out with the report last yes. night, and then sh- Sham's is like, like, okay, fine. If you're not going to say it, I will. Yeah. He had an in in inappropriate relationship. Woj just sources
2: there, certainly. yeah. But come on, it is it, it is a sensitive nature. and I think Woj doing what he did was very stupid, but I also kind of see the merit in it by giving the least amount of information possible.
3: This is going to be very, very interesting well, here, to see how it all pans out because of the fact that he is a he is a great young coach. Are the players going to rally behind Ime Yudoka in this instance? Or the
2: assistant coach that takes his place.
3: Yeah, and I just don't.
2: And you already had uh, Hardy leave to be a coach in Utah.
3: Yeah, Will Hardy, his lead assistant, is uh, Danny Ainge. Took him with him.
2: Oh, weird. Where's Ainge from?
3: Uh Eugene Oregon.
2: Oh uh, yeah, before that. Boston before Celtics. Eugene? No. Boston. Yeah. Boston. yeah, yeah. yeah so him, that's why I said if, took him with him. If you didn't think that this is something that the organization didn't know what was going on. So this is this is why I, I lean towards so as as an example for people that aren't in on the back behind the scenes dealings of the NBA. Gerson Rojas of the Minnesota Timberwolves got fired for uh a power structure infidelity type affair.
3: Yeah.
2: Um and people were like, yeah, no, he needs to be gone. There have been assistant coaches here in Portland where that has been a problem. And if you look at what what ended up happening with those guys, they had to kind of sit their time out. And that has been very common, but those stories don't ever come to light. With Gerson Rojas, he was quietly brought in by the Knicks last year because he's a friend of Leon Rose, and there were a lot of people around the league like, Really? that you're going to do that, huh? The
3: thing that's interesting to me is that I don't believe that this happens. Just If Ime Udoka comes out and he says, I didn't get a warning, this was just boom, they found mm-hmm. out one-year suspension, that is going to be the wild part to me because yeah. I, th- something tells me he was told to stop repeatedly yes. before this happens because there's no way Boston wants this story to be out there they don't and want be the there. focal point no. of... An Eastern Conference Finals run, and you you're bringing back a very talented team to try and do it again. Yes. And heck, you were a couple, you were two wins away from being title yes. winners. And this is the story that they do not want to be out there. Something, days, something, three days away, they had told him again and again and again. It needs to stop. and needs to stop. Then somebody finally found out, and Woj, okay. Or whoever the burner account is on Twitter that two hours before Woj's uh, report came out said it. If there's some one person that's not going to get fired for sleeping around, it's Ime Udoka. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. That's
2: yeah, no. That's that's a burner who's pretty well plugged in.
3: <laughs> very well plugged in. If uh, you go down and start uh, digging through that Twitter account, they know a lot about the CBA. Yep. They know a lot about well, two former Blazers, oddly enough, yeah. in uh, Noah Vonleh and Will and Barton. Will Barton. Um, it's a, a very Interesting burner account, to say the least. I'll just
2: say this. There's a lot of players in the NBA who have burners. There's a lot. Yeah. But this whole situation, I'm, I'm being purposefully vague because there's things that aren't confirmed and that I can't say anything until I know what is what. But my experience and the people that I've talked to, the Celtics are not going to do this without a real reason. They are not going to get rid of their highly paid, very successful coach who helped save their season and get them to the NBA Finals. They are not going to do that.
3: So is it like, it's got to be somebody very high ups.
2: Daughter, niece.
3: Well, they said it was an employee. Certainly. They said it was an employee.
2: So I would imagine that it's somebody somebody that's uh, impactful enough. And the organization told him to stop. That those are the assumptions that I am making based on mm. kind of the framework of what, because if it's if it's not, because it's outside of his chain of command, that that much we do know. Because if it's in his chain of command, then you it's it's very cut and dry as to why this would happen. I
3: just don't feel like it's all. Uh, what we know right now, it seems like Ime Udoka is getting. Uh, A a kind of a raw deal here. 503-250-1080. Danny Dusty on the fan.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan.
3: 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Um... Ime Udoka look, looking like he is going to face a year-long suspension for having a consensual relationship with a female employee of the Boston Celtics. Uh he is either married or engaged. I think he's engaged. And um we don't know who the other person is or how many times he had been warned or even if he's going to be suspended or suspended. Like it, all it, all we've said is he's facing a year-long suspension, right? And I look at it, and I go, man, this seems like Ime Yudoka. Does, does the punishment fit the crime, right? Does the punishment fit what we know as of right now, which is a consensual relationship with a female employee? And I, I think he's – I don't think he deserves a suspension for that, if, especially if it's a consensual relationship, right? You know, uh, for a full season? No. You want to suspend him for some games? Okay, but uh, a full season is aggressive man and this isn't a league suspension again this is an organizational suspension uh in your text 503 250 1080 i'm not buying the ride deal at all not when you make a that stupid of a move and there are people that are that that do believe that but does not this happen a lot
2: it does but i don't know one number one as far as that person's concerned i i think they don't care and they believe that it probably shouldn't beyond that for me i'm going to hold and reserve judgment on the punishment being severe or over the top until we know everything yeah because that's the thing is and i was like well what well, robert sarver i don't I, be frankly i do not give a damn what the spineless commissioner of the nba gave robert sarver the guy who he works for that's mm. the difference here and it's just and it, it, he Adam Silver said the quiet part out loud in his press conference. Owners are treated different because they're owners. Yeah. That, that's, that's the whole issue here. Ime Yodoka is an employee of the Boston Celtics. I'm sure the Boston Celtics have a code of conduct. For sure. And I'm pretty sure, well, I, I shouldn't say that, pretty sure. I know that a lot of players mm-hmm. and coaches in the NBA and professional sports in general, you know what they have in their contracts? A morality clause. Yes. And we don't know if Ime did or if he did what it, enti- what it entailed, but that's a very typical thing because it paints the organization in a bad light.
3: Yeah, but this is like the only reason we're finding out about it is because of the suspension, right?
2: And, the, and again, <laughs> the suspension... Like I,
3: usually it's, it comes out and then the suspension comes down.
2: I would imagine the suspension was, was leaked, which that part of it's probably pretty effed up, but I believe it was leaked to get him to resign to force him to resign so that he has to sit out the season and not go coach somewhere else. So ridiculous. And the reason I think they would go to that extreme is because whoever he was with was disruptive to the organization.
3: The Boston Globe is reporting it. Mark Spears has uh, reported it as well uh, from ESPN. The Boston Celtics themselves have come out and released a statement. Uh, it is not Allison Feaster. Again, we need to kind of reiterate that, who is a uh, player development uh, executive for the Boston Celtics. She got associated with this thing really quick. It is not Allison Feaster. V- several outlets are, are reporting that and kind of tamping that one down. Uh, and, like, look, in time we will. All of the details are going to come out, right? And everybody wants to jump to the conclusion of you know who's right, who's wrong, who's winning, yeah. who's losing in this. But just from what we know right now, it really doesn't add up. No. But when you think about it, he's probably been warned about it several times. Okay? There's, there's a lot more here than what we know on the surface. That's why they're reporting all this. Like, Woj and Shams, if you're not ready to report, like, the, the story, don't put anything out.
2: That desire to be first. That's what it was. And, again, Open. My framing for this, if you're, my, my thought process, and you know, how I'm walking through all of this, is Emi Yudoka a very good coach? Yes. Is the team very successful and the coach is well-liked, respected by his players? Is yes. he under contract? Is he young and yes. up-and-coming? Yes. Okay. Why the hell would they want to railroad him and get rid of him?
3: Mm. Uh, because they Are dumb? hold their organization to a higher standard.
2: Okay. So if that, if that is the case... Yikes. Or was his relationship disruptive?
3: And that's the thing that we won't know, but we will find out eventually.
2: And that's that's why I lean more towards the fact of there's more to this because you're not when you have your coach who just took you to the NBA Finals and is well liked and well respected and talked about around the league and you, you listed all the things that if a first year coach that he did that no, like basically nobody else has done. Yeah, you're not in a hurry to get rid of those guys in the NBA because they're tough to come across.
3: Tell you what, there's probably a lot of coaches out there with side pieces that are going, uh-oh. 100%. <laughs> uh, this is the same situation as Michael and Jan from The Office. They signed a document for protection against each other because of the power structure. Sounds like Eme didn't clear the relationship with HR and tried keeping it a secret and behind closed doors. Well, yeah, because he's already in a relationship. Yeah. With a fiancé or wife. or Wife, yes. Um, is it someone's wifey it is an employee so I don't know maybe Um, this is interesting this is interesting yeah this one goes I recall Phil Jackson worked for Jeannie Buss when they were in a relationship yeah but uh, again owner that was the well and they were both single and I we're gonna look for the Lakers to morality clauses. also Dr. Buss uh, had like coke Field benders in the forum yes (laughs)
2: <laughs> and and like, again, it, the rules are different for her.
3: like orgies under the grandstands at the LA Forum.
2: And not that it should, but it does matter. And in today's world, the owner here in question was a female. Yeah. So the power dynamic is viewed differently.
3: Mm. Uh, this text, do we know for sure the relationship was with a woman? The reporting says so.
2: Yes. The reporting says a woman A, who, female, employee a female
3: employee of the Celtics.
2: Works for the organization. So, so,
3: look, we have details. We just don't have a lot of them, but... Email Udoka, likely done for the year.
2: Very much sounds that way. All right,
3: five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That is the fan text line. The worst day on the web. Hey, one pack twelve school is officially a football university. Danny and Dusty, here's Rust.
0: this is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader 1080
3: the fan 130 we do it every single day well except for uh, on Wednesdays when we have Ryan Horvath on but it's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. We bring you a story from Salt Lake City, uh, the University of Utah. Now, <clears throat> should be noted, a very serious accusation being lobbed here. A University of Utah student who police say threatened to detonate a nuclear reactor if the Utes football team didn't win on Saturday... Has been arrested.
2: It's nuclear. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, it's reference, reference. Come on now. Oh my goodness.
2: Um, all right. So why this is a problem. Uh, number one, making threats about nuclear reactors. Never a good idea. Not funny. Uh, especially when you're going to a school where a nuclear reactor is on campus mm. and you are a student familiar with said nuclear reactor and take yeah. classes in that building. Yeah. Here's the thing. Having worked in a career field where... Uh, have you ever heard of Breaking Red? No. Okay. So there's this thing. There's, there's certain aircraft in the military that are classified, and there is a red line around them mm-hmm. when they're inside hangars. If you think I'm joking when I say like dangling your foot over the line is going to get you tackled with a gun pointed at your head, handcuffed and hauled away, I am not. Mm. There are things in this country that this security does not take lightly. One of them, nuclear. (laughs) Do not. Do not. And I repeat again, do not make jokes about nuclear reactors.
3: So uh, this young woman said on Yik Yak. What is Yik Yak?
2: Uh, It's TikTok. Oh. No, it's not.
3: What is, uh, I I don't. It's the Russian
1: version.
2: (laughs) What is a Yik Yak?
3: (laughs) I don't know what Yik Yak is. It's, I honestly I have no idea what it is.
2: It's like uh um uh well wow, Okay, hold on.
3: Here it is. download Yik Yak. Imagine if guys put all the horny energy into solving climate change or <laughs> or some they they'd have done in a week. That is on the Yik Yak website there when you Google it.
2: It's like a, a
3: community It's like smart people thing social media Well, obviously not all smart people. But she posted on Yik Yak, uh, if the football team does not win the game, I'm going to detonate the nuclear reactor that's located in the University of Utah causing mass destruction. That doesn't sound like a stable person. Um, But here's the deal, is that the reason why they took the... Uh, social media threat seriously is because apparently she had taken classes in the building yes. that this reactor was. So yeah. they're like, "Oh wait, so she does know where it is. So and she, she does know that this is actually a thing. That's not good. Carnal
2: knowledge. Mm.
3: Well, they arrested her, and hopefully they get her the help that she needs. But for like guys were Utah, I mean." That's like a crazy thing that you would hear like an SEC school
2: do. Yeah. Well, I mean, we tend to keep our reactors away from the SEC. (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) That is,
3: uh, I mean, if you're just like a a casual, like a normal Utah football fan, you're like, our fan base has gotten that level of crazy.
2: Welcome to the club. There you go. Round of applause for, for Utah fans reaching the level of insanity that SEC fans reach on a weekly basis. Well,
3: it just means more. Yeah, there you go. At Utah, uh, I mean the loss to San Diego State—that's an aggressive one. <laughs> I mean, if you lose to San Diego State two years in a row, this time at Rice Eccles, I mean the fan base was going to be in a frenzy. If, apparently, on a social media app that I had no idea even existed. Yik yak. Hmm. Do you think this is like a yik yak, uh, like publicity stunt?
2: Could be staged social media.
3: Oh my! God. We don't we
2: don't have the name of the student because that's which is interesting because she's not a minor. She's 21 years old. So it could be, it could be a stage, stage social media event.
3: Oh, no, that is interesting that we don't have the name of the student yet. Considering
2: she committed to what would be, I would imagine, a Class A felony. It's a fe- I would say,
3: threatening mass destruction. It's a federal and... charge with the Class
2: A felony. So I, I believe it falls under terroristic threats.
3: That would fall into that line.
2: Which, again, yeah, that's, that's basically they make it up as they go type stuff. So Gosh. you definitely want to be careful.
3: Oh, my gosh. This this arrest comes just a few weeks after a 19-year-old student was arrested in, in, in under investigation for the same crime. In Utah? After he also allegedly used the Yik-Yak app to make a bomb threat directed at Spencer Fox Eccles Business Building. Uh, when the, that student was arrested, he said the threats were a joke, and he had no intention of carrying them out. Uh, the very final line of this story is the Utes beat San Diego State
2: 35-7. Also, yik <laughs> sounds like where you would go to find the Anarchist cookbook.
3: Wow. So apparently this is the thing to do now is to just throw out uh, terroristic threats on social media if the football team obscure, loses.
2: Obscure social media.
3: That's, that's the fact, yeah. Jack.
2: Because you, you need the obscurity so that you have like, a manifesto. That, like, that's, that's the way I at least interpret this.
3: Well, Utah's a football school now. Welcome. Welcome. Speaking of uh, Utah football players, the former Ute wasn't even allowed into the parking lot of the NFL team he currently plays for. Unbelievable. Next on The Fan.
0: Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. We get it.
3: Okay, Utah had a student calling a bomb threat (laughs) for if they were to lose to San Diego State. The very next day, a former Utah football player, Britton Covey, he was about to make his big old NFL debut, home debut in Philadelphia, playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Actually, it would be two days later because they played Monday night, huh? Um, And when Britton, Britton Covey was one of my favorite players uh, back in like 2000, 2000, when he was a freshman, Mm -hmm. because he was in school forever. He played his, remember, Britton Covey played his freshman year where he started at at Utah, then went on a two-year Mormon mission, and then came back, and I think he got hurt, and then he came back again, and he was in school forever. I I, Honestly, I believe his freshman year was 2014-ish. Um at, at Utah mm-hmm. and he had another year of eligibility because he had the COVID year and he said, no, nah, screw it, I'm done. So he ends up going to the NFL and he's playing for the Eggles, right? He is a five foot eight white guy. And whitest of white guys. Apparently, they wouldn't let him into the stadium to play in an NFL game on Monday night. Here he is regaling the tail of trying to even park his
1: car. To no fault of theirs, right? I I had the practice squad pass. Uh my teammates told me just tell them you were elevated to the active roster and they'll let you in. But I could tell they didn't quite recognize me and and uh when I told them I was elevated and and they said, "Look, you don't have the pass for this." And I said, "No, I I I'm a player." Here. And they said, "We're sorry, man." And so I totally get where they're coming Did from. Did they know your name? Did they know who you were? I don't think so. <laughs> so which is understandable. I mean, I haven't, you know, I got to prove myself in Philly before I deserve to, to be there. So I, I liked it. I had to park with the, with the grinders with, you know, out about a half mile away with the tailgaters and, and walk through and I, I thought it was a blast, honestly. It was, it's kind of like college, uh, a few people recognized me and they were kind of confused and I had to ask them, you know, where to go. but. Uh, for me like I said it was kind of inspiring to, to walk through the crowd and, and see how much people love football here and and it made me determined, you know, to I wanna be a great player here and I didn't play my best on Monday so I'm I might have to walk through that crowd again and get even more determined. Well, so now you're gonna park there over there, over there all the time now with the tailgate. I, I mean, I might some <laughs> no, form of not. that. No, you're not. So, anyways. But it was. It's a great story. Yeah, my my every single teammate has been giving me a, a lot of funny laughs about it today. Okay. So, I
3: don't believe you. <laughs> love it. Oh my goodness! I uh, love
2: these stories. He had to pay forty dollars. Oh, Andy had to pay to park. Well, yeah, because oh, they're not they're not wow. just letting
3: anybody park for free. They they made him pay $40, so do you think he took that to accounting on Tuesday and was like, uh, can I get reimbursed for Absolutely, he's a practice squad. He's not on my, the
2: guaranteed contract.
3: Well, he got paid for that game, so he got paid plenty of money for that game. But I'm wondering like, how much of this was, one, he had the practice squad placard, so they're like, yeah, no, sorry, you're not playing. And he got called up. He was active, and he actually played in the game. How much of it was having the practice squad placard, the fact he's a five eight, like one hundred and eighty pound white guy, who looks like your neighbor. I'm also wondering what does Britton Covey drive. What do, what does the what does the 26-year-old rookie who's on a practice squad a very sensible drive? is he Reliable pulling up in a
2: 2007 car? Altima?
3: Yeah yeah he yes yes he is. He's, I was going to go Subaru. Like yeah or like a Camry? Like he's in a Toyota Camry, yeah. just something very sensible. Yes. And they're like, nah, yeah, good try, buddy." Yeah. Good try. And he's like, oh, "No, guys, I really do. I I, I play for the Eagles." I play, for the, I play for the Eagles. Let me in, guys. Let me in. And it is right on brand for Philly fan to know who the practice squad wide receiver is when he's walking through the parking lot. Like, a couple of fans recognized him. There's, that is the most Philly thing to do is know every player's face. So when you see him on the street, you can either give him a shout-out or spit on him as he's walking down the street. There's, they do it for two reasons, praise or spit on you. There's no in-between. But they know every every player's fan or face. Every single one yeah. of those Philly fans does. I love that.
2: I, I do love the idea of him walking through. It definitely has a uh, what was the, the Mark Wahlberg movie Invincible? Yeah, it has a Mark Wahlberg uh, tryout kind of vibe walking through the the Philly faithful on your way to well well not the vet but what's uh, what's the new stadium? Uh, uh, the Lincoln uh, Financial Lincoln, Field. The yeah. Um, that that's got to be kind of cool.
3: Yeah. That would be an awesome like feel like not everybody could like Jalen Hurts. It that'd be annoying for him to do it. He's not
2: being on the through there.
3: Any of the linemen, there's no way you no. you'll be able to do it. They'll you stick out like a sore thumb. But there are certain players that could get get away with five that. foot eight hundred twenty well,
2: pound white. How dude? often yes. do you think it happens to the kicker or the punter? Regularly.
3: Yeah, well, no. You have to if you're a kicker or a punter, you have to make sure you have the proper parking permit because you go in there knowing they're not going to know who I am. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only kicker anybody ever actually recognized was Sebastian Janikowski, and that's because he looked like a linebacker, yeah, beefy.
3: Did you see the um, Joey Votto from yesterday? No. So Joey Votto's done for the rest of the year with for the Reds,
2: which means he might be done for the, his career.
3: Yeah. Um, and what he ended up doing yesterday was something that I think is awesome. Like Joey Votto is the most underheralded star of baseball. He went into the stands yesterday oh, this is and There's he was and he was going and meeting with fans and kids and sitting with them and watching the game with them, and he was just kind of roving around the ballpark and going and just do, he did it on his own, and then the cameras like saw him and they they started videoing him and he he gave him like that, yeah, yeah, okay, can I just do this and be on my own yeah, but he went and watched baseball with kids in the stands and with older fans and sat down and shared stories. And I think that's the coolest thing that I've seen a a professional athlete do. I don't know. In quite some time, man, Uh, that is awesome. Those kids will remember that day forever for the rest of their lives.
2: uh, So I just tweeted out from my account at Danny Morang. I'll grab it from the, the station account too, but he's, he's touring around the stadium in a Barry Larkin practice Jersey. Yeah, Like, he's just straight just like lounging. A man. Yeah, and uh, for anybody who hasn't watched a lot of baseball this year, the baseball season opened up with the Reds, and they started with Joey Votto being hot-miked the entire game. He was having full-on conversations with the broadcast crew at first base, mm-hmm. and it was tremendous, tremendous content. He is, like, there's there's a very strong likelihood that, that Votto's hanging it up after this year. I think he's 37, 38 now. Um, but this is just... This is just who he is. He has been this guy for this franchise, and it's so unfortunate because the Reds are such a crappy franchise. But I mean, if there's ever ever anybody who got it as a player, mm-hmm. it is Joey Votto.
3: Yeah, it was super cool to to see that. Like he he just like he gets it, man. Like some people just get it, and like there is there are moments that I think every kid who who meets a professional athlete or like a, a celebrity. You will always remember that day. And for the athletes and the celebrities to go out of their way to make it special, that to me is, uh, that's incredible. Because it's such a little thing and such a, a small part of his day that will have a gigantic and lasting impact for the rest of their lives. Like for the rest of their lives, that will be a massive moment and a massive memory for them. And really cool by Joey Votto. Very, very cool. All right, uh, let's start hour number three with our picks. We go against the spread, how the listeners and us are doing. We'll give an update to our overall season records, and then we'll get the picks up. Danny Dusty on the fan.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?